faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. And stay right there. Well, sometimes you might catch like a crap or something, you know, and I understand you got to fight through it, but... You Listen know. to me. <laughs> that has to be the fucking worst feeling, especially when you're okay. So for like me, like as a woman, when I'm about to have an intense orgasm and then I get a Charlie horse, I get so fucking pissed because I still want to come. But like, you know what I mean? Like death is gripping your thighs. So <laughs> so I, I strive for the day that I catch a Charlie horse while I'm orgasming. Like I. Hmm. It's like, I, I wonder if it's I like, be mad. but as long as I still get it, I don't think I'd be too mad. But like, after it's done, I need you to move because I need to like stretch out, do my thing. <laughs> but like, I feel like it wouldn't be the same. No, I feel like it wouldn't be the same. The thing is that, like, that type of okay, so there's like the Charlie horse, and then there's the muscle spasm where you literally feel like your muscle has shifted out of place, like mm-hmm. that type. You have to stop. Like, there's no. You'll you'll probably get your orgasm, but it'll probably be all over the sheets. It won't be anywhere fun because you would drop down on the bed. But I feel like it would make for a great story, though. Also, <laughs> I am I, am I, am I wrong? Would it not? Like, right? Man, you remember that one time that I called it Charlie Horse and like, oh, I if it would, I would forever laugh. You in the eye. I would. For, yeah. Well, first of all, there'd be a fight. I feel bad for you. There'd be a fight, and then. Yeah, that would be that would All be right. a very interesting memory. So I get my orgasm. I have a Charlie horse. Yes. I accidentally miss my target. And yes. then on top of having a Charlie horse, because I'm assuming that the fight is going to happen immediately afterwards. I have to fight you yeah. a Charlie horse and an ass woman. And then fight me because you came in my eye instead of like you missed your mark. Shit happens. <laughs> you know, it, it happens. I can't no that's 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 just a fight i have to take you know i feel like that is something that comes with the territory like you gotta know like absolutely not you're gonna blame me like i'm sorry i didn't it's your penis how do you not have control over yourself what the charlie horses throws you off but you're supposed to stretch before you're coming into the game what do you mean that but that if you look at it like technically you don't have to stretch Uh, a lot you're supposed to stretch afterwards like after your workout you should stretch in you gotta stretch before and limber up your tings because you don't know what's gonna happen. Well, if you're fucking the right way, then you can stretch during, you know, while you got one leg up on no, it, you can just no, stretch a little bit. No, you know? no, uh, no, no. It requires some caressing. See, and this is why I will say, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but this is why I think that foreplay is so important. Like having those moments where you get to like rub up the person and, and get your body actually warm. Like I feel like when you go straight into fucking, you run the risk of your equipment not just your you know the, the equipment that you need for the you know but like your legs oh. your arms your you run the risk for a back spasm you run the risk for you run the risk for sex is dangerous sex is it's fabulous but it's fucking it dangerous 
if we don't think about these things beforehand because like sometimes we just jump in there you know and... but that's why i tell people like you can't learn from porn porn isn't real come we're gonna get into that let's start <laughs> greetings 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 and welcome pum pum pass bless up yourselves this is the pum pum chronicles podcast i am your host aj badass jones i hope that everybody is doing well out in these these times of tribulation you can find the podcast uh, on all platforms where podcasts can be found. You can also follow me on my social media at the Pumpkin Chronicles on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow my personal page, badass underscore Jones underscore, or you can pick up merch, pick up a calendar, watch one and two fun videos, and ting and ting. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, you can either send me an email, uh, the Pumpkin Chronicles at gmail.com, or you can shoot me a text, leave me a voice message at 320 270 86 so of course you've all heard the the you see the laugh (laughs) Uh. by now you don't know who i'm talking to if you don't know now you know ladies mostly ladies and gentlemen warm welcome to none other than the voice mr l voices that is that like a new nickname now i'm gonna be like yeah you're definitely the voice no, because you you don't like you have people who have very distinct and recognizable voices. Like yours is definitely, definitely one of those. You have the voice that kind of gets the party started. Like, you know what I mean? Like if a woman hears your voice, like the wet up starts before anything, like you know that she's, you know? Your voices have the battle. They hear you talk and they're like, yeah. Now, I, I definitely want to know what he's working with. You have one of them, the kind of voices. Hmm. Once again, I mean, no, no, nothing that you talk about. <laughs> okay, so for the people who are not <laughs> familiar with you, um, let them know a little bit about you. What you What's do. going on, everybody? First and foremost, AJ, thank you for having me on. Um, this pleasure. is definitely going to be a fun episode. No, it's but, not. Uh, maybe not for you. But anyways, <laughs> um, what's going on, everybody? I am... Mr. L, the host of From the Mind of Mr. L podcast, where discuss topics revolving around sex, whether it's kinks, relationships, love languages, even music, like food as well. Just mm-hmm. anything that revolves around sex is just not, uh, I mean, it is filth, but it's not just directly as filth. It's, it's entertaining, educating, and insightful. It's filtered, filtered filth. Filtered Something filth. like that. Something like that. Yeah. You know, um, but you can find me on all streaming flat platforms from the minor Mr. L. Also, you can follow me on Instagram from the minor Mr. L. And I have a link there where you can find the podcast. Um, I am, as I've been dubbed so far, the compassionate Dom, the sensual sadist, the southern gent with a sprinkle of filth, Mr. L. I love that. A sprinkle of filth. Makes me think of your cookies. Would that be like a squirt of filth? A dollop of filth? Would that still be a sprinkle of filth? Hmm. So if it if we're talking about the cookies, I don't think it would be a sprinkle because I definitely don't don't sprinkle. Um, unless <laughs> if you about a sprinkler system and how like it shoots up and then curves down and, and like hits the grass, oh, like that's gosh. how it is. Kind of it just shoots up and then curves down. A stream like, of another filth? stream that comes. Ooh, a splurt. Oh, a splurt a f- of filth. A few splurts of filth. A few splurts of filth. Yeah. Okay, it's not just one splurt. Okay. Yeah. And go. and you talk about the cookies on one of your episodes. Mm-hmm. Which episode? Because I want people to actually go and listen, so they because I think they think if, in case anyone thinks we're just having a random conversation about like actual cookies, they're actual cookies, but they're cookies with a twist. Right. 
that might the everybody might not want special but some people definitely yes the special so the special I've been, ingredient <laughs> i've been surprised at how many people have um actually like hey i want some cookies because <laughs> people are dirty motherfuckers that's why they are and i love it and i love it um it is episode 19 i believe no not 19 forgive me it is episode 17 happy and what's the title Kingtober. happy kingtober so happy uh if you haven't um, checked out mr l's podcast happy K- kingtober episode 17 mm-hmm. is a really good episode definitely get through all of them because he's got some really great guests and really great uh, topics really great episodes but if you want to know what we're talking about in reference to a spurt of filth or a sprinkle of filth and how it relates to cookies I forgot what the word was that Slim used on the live um, it was a <laughs> I it, was like, it started with an A or something uh, but, oh. but yeah you gotta go check it out so you can hear talk about these cookies and yes. why some people will never eat my cooking because of that <laughs> Yes. So, I know you referred to this as being a fun episode. Uh, so, hey boy, this is the hot seat where, uh, okay, so when we did our, yeah, so when we did our, our last uh, Three Guys and a Girl live, no, no, of no, course, no, no, somehow, no, no, no. Let me sorry. Do this. So, okay. this is what happens. If you all <laughs> have been tuning into our Instagram live every other Wednesday, Three Guys and a Girl, where AJ, myself, uh, the genuine Slim and our dating and relationship expert Val or advisor Val, which we all just get on there. We chop it up on Instagram Live, and usually AJ hosts it. She doesn't like for the spotlight, which is very odd because you are an exhibitionist. Um, I am, but she does not like the spotlight to be on her. I don't. We switched it up this past Wednesday. We've been doing they this thing for over half a year, <laughs> and I took over the ranks as being the host. And we threw AJ on the hot seat with a bunch of uh, questions. And she opened up doors where, let's just say, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> even walked through. So you can go check that out on our page, Three Guys and a Girl, or either one of our Instagrams or on our YouTube mm-hmm. live. So this Absolutely. episode today, AJ is still on the hot seat. She is not safe. Uh, not safe at all. So we have a bunch of questions that were uh, submitted. <clears throat> Which I've agreed to answer. <laughs> so, you know, I have my beverage. I didn't smoke because I wanted to be very present, but I'm realizing in hindsight that I probably should have won a spliff, but you know, it's okay. I'll be a good sport. And yeah, whenever you're ready, we can you get into this. this. <laughs> you know, we're going to, we're going to work our way into this. All right. It's going to be nice and smooth. And then, you know, like the roller coaster, you go up, then you get to that peak. And then when it goes down, you know, it's coming. Like you see it at the top. Which also, I can never say the word coming around you and not you like can't. laugh. Never, never. Because as soon as it leaves my mouth, I'm like, damn, here we go. <laughs> I, it doesn't even The comings like and it. the goings. Yeah. Coming. Speaking of coming. Uh, anyways, let's go to our first question for AJ. <laughs> what does sex mean to you? What does sex mean to me? Um, oh, boy. So, mm, I think I'm realizing that the way that I view and categorize sex is very different than a lot of people. Um, Just kind of in the fact that I'm very, I guess what they would say is sexually liberated, which is a strange term to me. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable with the idea of having sex with a person without needing 
a deep emotional connection. Like, yes, I have to like you, but if I'm just very on a visceral level, physically attracted to you, like you look good, you smell good, the dick is printing, I can see like it looks like things are going in, I'm good to fuck you and not really have a whole lot of conversation with you and not really have a whole lot of interaction after. Does it make me a bit of a savage? Maybe. But does it really? I'm just very clear on what I want. And I I just, I don't carry my feelings in my pum pum where I don't need to like be booed up with you or cuddled up with you or, you know, lay in the wet spot after or hang out with you or even talk to you every day. Um, For me, sex, it's twofold. There's for, there's intimate sex for me where I'm more emotionally connected to the person and I actually want to spend time with you like and kiss you and lay down with you and talk. And then there's the sex where it's just the sexual gratification. I'm stressed. I have a headache. I just need to nut. I find you sexy as fuck. Just whatever it is where I can enjoy the pleasure with you the same way as, you know, if I'm if I'm having a, a piece of red velvet cheesecake and that euphoric feeling that it gives me, I can have sex with somebody and have that euphoric feeling and it not be like a whole set of baggage attached to it. I like that you said that you're able to separate your emotions from your boom boom, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that is something that a lot of people don't realize that you can do. And so therefore they look at it as wow i can't believe she's out here having sex and it's not this person or that person yeah. her man at least like no and I, I do believe that it can go the same route for fellas as well like yes i'm, I'm kind of the same way i can i can look at you i can find you attractive and i can like oh i want to fuck you where you're horny i'm horny let's do this but then afterwards i can treat you just like a friend but there's right. a difference between that versus you're my woman right and i have oh yeah with you. you get a different version altogether mm-hmm. yeah so and I think I think for a long time, part of it is that women have been conditioned from time immemorial to be their bodies were to be of service to their partner. Mm-hmm. And so their actual pleasure didn't really count for anything. And women who enjoyed their pleasure for their pleasure were seen as whores. They were the women that worked in the brothels. They were the women that were the prostitutes. They were the women that were the call girls because women weren't actually supposed to enjoy sex. The function of our sex was to breed. Fuck all that. I have children. They're adults. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know what I mean? Like I've done my duty, but now my pleasure is about me. It's about enjoying my body. It's about enjoying the skin I'm in. And, and giving reciprocal pleasure to whomever I deem worthy of this goddess-like pom pom. Hey. You better I'm speak on it. <laughs> the thing that you did mention also during that is red velvet cheesecake. We want better for you. Let's throw the red velvet in the what? trash and get something else, okay? I yes. like red velvet cheesecake. What are you talking red about? Velvet, anything is just basura trash wow see that's because like you're you bake and 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 do all that good shit so you can make two fancy things but i can make red velvet cheesecake too but like it's the red food coloring that goes in it and it's oh yeah there's i want like the authentic version i thought they use like authentic version is like beets beets yeah exactly yeah i like beets you would have to go to like a super organic Yes. Uh, bakery to get that though like yeah, if you're going to somewhere like the cheesecake factory or yeah, no. you're not getting the authentic thing 
Okay, then how about rum and raisin cheesecake? Like Jamaican rum and raisin Ooh. cheesecake from Devin Hells. Never like had that. rum and raisin cheesecake, but that sounds fantastic. Oh, it's so good. It's great for your soul. Did y'all It'll just hear the moan wanna... she let out? <laughs> moving with these questions though before we get too yes. caught up on food. Okay. Um So with that being said, as your yes. answer, another question for you. Have you always been sexually liberated? Uh, quote unquote like when did um, or when did you become like very confident in your femininity um, I would have to say when I turned nine, 19 um, so I my life is it's a I've had a very interesting life um, when I was 19 so for lead, leading up to 19 um, I always dressed in like oversized clothing. Like sometimes I would wear dresses and stuff like that or things that showed my figure, but I was very shapely. Um, and interestingly enough, like I've always been considered a big girl and, and, and this was big at size, like a size eight or a size 10. Um, and I don't know, like there was a point where having breasts and having an ass and being thick and curvaceous and all that kind of stuff was more of an embarrassment because people really paid attention to it, especially when, you know, I wore something fitted, which I tried really hard not to do. But there came a point when I turned, I think, 19, where I really blossomed into my womanhood, where I was like, yeah, I was wearing like shorts all the time. I was wearing, um, you know, like things that were more fitted. It was also a different time, too. It was like the the, the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and so women, women and women's empowerment and sexuality was a really big thing back then uh, at that point. Um and so, yeah, like my sexual awakening began when I was like 19 and, you know, it was, it was great. <laughs> I started to like be comfortable with the idea of having sex and being free to have sex without needing to have a boyfriend and not really giving a fuck what anybody's opinion was about that. So. Great. I love that. Um, all right. Another question for you. When did you realize, like, oh, fuck, I'm with this shit? Because if people have listened to your podcast or podcast episodes you've been on, you one nasty motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So when did you realize, like, oh, hmm, I guess I am with all this shit. So... It's crazy, right? Like I, I've told this story before and I know that it sounds insane, but the first time I gave head, I was probably about 10 years old. And the first time I got my pussy sucked on, I was about 10 years old. Like I had a boyfriend. Yeah. And, and I, it never occurred to me that it was strange that he was so experienced because even prior to that, um, I think the first time I masturbated was when I was like maybe eight years old. Like I would literally rub one out, suck my thumb and go to sleep. And that was just a regular thing. Yeah, right. And so it's like, <laughs> I I knew I'm from sorry. a very early age. No, I know. The I've been like dirty forever. Yeah, I've had, a, I've had an oral fixation forever, which is why I enjoy sucking dick. But I would remember, like, I have clear memories of masturbating, um, which is one of the reasons, too, why I'm able to, like, make myself orgasm without necessarily any sort of insertion or penetration because when I was that little, I didn't know about penetration. I just knew where to rub on the outside that made me feel good. And that just became a lifelong thing. Um, but sorry, what, what was the original question? I got completely sidetracked. Sorry. 
when did, when did you realize that you were with the shits? Okay, um, probably like my my real true realization. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Or that you just like stepped back and looked at yourself and was like, "Wow, I am freaky," and whatever definition that is of yours. Just like, hmm. was there anything that you did that just you had to sit there and think about? Because we we've, we've all done some, well, at least a good amount of us have done some things that we've just been like, "Oh, I really yeah, just did probably, that." All right. Probably when I was, I'm trying to think, I was 23, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's the first time that, (laughs) I'm not going to throw him out there, but my partner and I, uh, it was the first time we'd incorporated um, uh, food into our sex. He had uh, gotten a cucumber, a very large and very heavy, thick, girthy. Can you call cucumbers girthy? Is that weird? Like a fat cucumber. <laughs> it was it was big. And I just remember he had shaved it down. I had gone to go take a shower. When I came out, he's like, don't get dressed. Um, he had this huge speaker box in his room. He had me sit on the edge of the speaker box with my feet up. And he took out the cucumber and fucked me with the cucumber while fucking my mouth with his dick. And Mr. L? Oh, my goodness me. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Um. So I have questions. Yes, sir. Wait, so wait. One, no. <laughs> yes. No, okay. no. 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 You know what? If we don't get through I'm all the, the questions, I'm we just do a part now. two. Look at me. I'm the yes. captain now. Yes. Um, if we don't get through everything, we'll just do a part two. It's cool. We'll do a bonus. <laughs> so with that, um, because yes. I was not. So one, you've been doing the cucumber thing way before it was a trend on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Secondly, you said that he he shaved it down, so he like. He took the dark green part, the skin of the yes. cucumber off. Yes. Did he put a condom or anything on over it? Um. Because I'm just curious if it messed with your pH balance or not. Because like I, a cucumber, I wouldn't say it's acidic because it has a lot of water. But right. It's no, he didn't. Something. He didn't put a condom on it. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't put a condom on it. And then, like, I remember him pulling it out and licking the sides of the cucumber. Because no, my cum obviously was all over it. Yeah. But then that. you also think too, because it's like, it's a water-based vegetable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You were like, like you said it, I don't recall it fucking around with my pH, but no, he didn't put a condom on it. Like that was, yeah, that was really good. So now, <laughs> now I am like, because I've always been curious about what foods you can use during sex. And of course there's yes. a normal, you know, whipped cream, uh, yes. strawberry, stuff like that. But just thinking about the cucumber and the way that you could cut a cucumber, especially if you're using um, either a pillar or a knife, you can make it. So it's like a, yes, a, um, you can create a ridge hexagon. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think a he- it's a hexagon is a six sided figure, right? I think so. Uh, but either way, you have like those ridges and those flat parts so just huh mm-hmm. a makeshift sex toy yeah, that's where you go and, and you know if you're concerned about um you know it messing around through ph balance slap a condom on it there you and go. there you go is that like you know an alternative uh then please come tell us about <laughs> it because i would love to hear about your experience <laughs> all right so for instances where um somebody may try to do something to your boom boom that uh and it could be without a cucumber, just something else. What is your safe word? Like, do you have one safe word? You know, I don't. 
I've I've only ever I've only ever had to use a safe word with one person, and we had talked about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I don't know. Like I like aggressive sex. I always like if it's somebody that I'm interested in, I, I let him know beforehand that like I'm sturdy and she's sturdy. The two of us can take some some battering. But I've never, I, I can't recall ever being in a situation where I've actually needed <laughs> um, a safe word. Has anybody ever had to use their safe word with you? <laughs> no, but I also wouldn't let them. Okay, so no, I, I'm lying to you. Okay, so not um, using a safe word, but using um, safe cues. So I've used my hands as a signal of, of, of for them to slow down. And then the other signal is just like a closed fist so they know to stop so that it wasn't something that I had to verbally articulate. The way that they were positioned behind me, they could very easily see my hand gestures. And so Mm -hmm. those were the cues for when I needed them to slow down because I couldn't breathe and I just needed to like not die in that moment. And then (laughs) altogether when he just needed to stop because it was just like I needed like a break break. So. Okay. All right. So... For me, I think, like, because I was just sitting here and you're like, no, nah, you don't really use safe words. That, that makes me feel comfortable. It's not comfortable, but it, it lets me know, like, I'm not alone because usually I don't have a safe word. Like, I thought about this yeah. for myself and I don't have a safe word because it's just like, one, I, I know that there's at least a point where I can whisper, nah, don't do that or no or something right. like that. It doesn't have to be right. pineapples. Like, you say pineapples during sex with me, that's going to throw me all off. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, why pineapples, you know? Right. But then again, I understand that is what a safe word is for is to like let you know to stop whatever it is that you're doing um but it's weird to me too because i don't understand why people can't just say okay like stop slow down i don't like that like why can't we just use regular language like Mm -hmm. and and i get that maybe in the moment you can't formulate a rational thought or rational sentence and maybe like one word to go to is just about as much as you can manage especially when you're being pushed to the max or being pushed past your threshold i get that but i also would feel like if it's somebody that I'm comfortable enough with and, and not just somebody that is, I just met and I'm, I'm having, you know, kind of casual sex with, but somebody that I've at least had several conversations with that they would know enough about me to, to pay attention. Like something right. or to know what your body is. Right. Or not say, well, I'm going to do this to you anyway. So like, no, if you're seeming, if you're, if you're doing a scene or if you're in a play party, maybe with somebody that you're not familiar with, but you're open to the experience, I can understand in that capacity, but and that's and that's my thing also because I I will let women know even in conversation beforehand that hey I like to not necessarily push you past your boundaries but like here take my hand let me guide you past your boundaries type right deal, you know right. so like I'll let you know straight up so therefore if we try something new or something that she just might not be as comfortable with but open to the idea of then right I will know to look out for those things just all right her body's right in this way she put her hand on my chest instead of other you know check in with her or okay. him whoever yeah. y'all are out there doing all right so for me okay so sorry just as an example sorry so if like let's say that um you know um like i like fingering so if he's fingering but it's something where maybe i need him to slow down or switch to another position what i'll mm-hmm. do is put my hand on top of his hand and guide him so if if i feel like it's like a little bit too rough like i want it to still be rough but not quite so rough like i'll squeeze his hand in such a way that he knows to kind of just like ease up a little bit and I, I that's never it's never been an issue what makes the poom poom tingle then 
what puts a smile okay. on her face? <laughs> um. Oh my goodness me. I don't know, like sexually, sexually stimulating conversation and sexually witty banter. Like if if you if you can, um, I'm not going to say peak my, but if you can provoke my curiosity. Yeah, that that always gets me going. Like I like men who flirt. I like men who know how to flirt. Like not just the yo, I want to fuck you. Like you know what I mean? It, it, that's great. But like men who actually know how to flirt and they do that kind of teasing thing, and it makes you kind of like wonder or like there's a way that they kind of look at you that lets you know that they're like, you know, thinking about slapping up your pom pom and just doing all manners of things to her. But he doesn't outright say it like that, like mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. That'll have her talking to me and saying like, bitch, what are we doing? Like, can we get some? Why are you still <laughs> talking to him? Like, why aren't we fucking? Why isn't he sucking on me? Why isn't he kissing me? Like, what's going on? Right. So, Yeah. Those definitely. Mm. Okay. So not necessarily the the words. (laughs) No, hold on, hold on. Because we have talked briefly. Was that a moan? Not (laughs) now. I feel like she's envisioning somebody um, at this moment. You know. know. (laughs) So you don't get caught up. We're going to go to the next question then. Ah. All right. How how freaky do you like your man? to be okay so this is a weird thing for me and there's a conversation that i was having with somebody that and maybe like i feel like there's a bigger conversation but i feel like there's a difference between being freaky and being kinky mm-hmm. um i feel like being freaky is kind of limited to the things that we used to think were like so out there so you I know i hate the word eating, freaky now i do I'm eating ass it. sucking dick eating pom pom sucking on toes to me i feel like those are commonplace things a little bit of choking and spanking those are regular everyday common things and if you're not mm-hmm. doing those things while you're having sex just as a general rule your sex has to be fucking boring as fuck like i don't i don't understand so but to me so those are like basic the things then. let's rephrase yes. the question how kinky do you like your man Okay, see, and to me, that's a much better question because I think that the spectrum of kink is far, um, it's more vast than the scope of being a freak because I think that there are people who think that they're freaky is synonymous with being kinky and it's not. You spanking me is not kinky. It's freaky. That's, that's Maybe a little bit. Right. right, you know what I mean? You saying, oh, baby, I'm going to choke you. Stop fucking talking about it and choke a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the hell? <laughs> like I just, but anyways, um, so sorry, I, I, giggling in the background. Yes, <laughs> that's Nick from Erotic Boudoir. Big up yourself, Nick from Erotic Boudoir. Yeah, she's chuckling in the background. Um, so I knew who it was. I just wanted to plug her. She. <laughs> but yeah, back to that. Though, to the question. Um, I like I like for the men that I'm with to be open minded. Um, and that's just for me more so what it is like I don't really the kinks for me that are off limits just as a, as a personal thing anything to do with scat um, anything to do with bestiality and and children are not even in the spectrum like children are off limits I don't want to talk about Absolutely. kids I don't want to you know what I mean outside of that I'm open to most things I don't mind being peed on I don't mind peeing on the person I don't mind anal play. I don't mind, you know, um, impact play. 
you know, the things that even that I don't really like being restrained, I'm open to that kind of stuff. And I want the person that I'm with uh, or that I would consider to have the same sort of free mindset. Not that we would do everything, but at least that there's a willingness to try and explore outside of just the basics. You know what I mean? Sex is more than just the penetration. Sex is more than just the kaki and the pum pum. Sex is more than just the fucking. I want to do the stuff that builds up and leads to that. Even if in even if for like say a week straight, we don't actually get to the fucking part, but it's everything that leads up to that. It's the sexy flirtations. It's the you know tie my bind my wrists and play with my nipples until I feel like I'm fucking losing my mind. It's the tie you down to the bed and put your dick to the back of my throat, but not let you come. It's the it's all the stuff that leads up to it. That's to me is the excitement, and I need I would need to be with somebody that has that type of open mindset. <laughs> Why do you look frustrated, Walton? <laughs> because you said put your dick down my throat. Yes, and not come. Throat, in the back of my throat, but not. Come. How do you yeah. expect one thing to happen without the other? Oh, like, that doesn't have nothing to do. It? It's called self control. That doesn't have nothing to do with me. And this is the thing: if I do that and you don't follow the instruction and you decide that you're going to come anyways, there's going to be a punishment, and I'm okay with that as long as you understand that there's going to be a consequence. But you have to be open. But this is what I'm saying. But it, it takes a particular type of person to be open to the fact that, okay, you know what? I told her <laughs> I wasn't going to come down her throat. Right. And I did. So now there's punishment. <laughs> I know that's your favorite word. <laughs> oh, oh, that's real cute. Yeah, uh, punishment. Absolutely. All right. So you just opened up the door to a lot of a lot of questions. <laughs> um, so one, let's tackle one of the first things that you said that you yes. were okay with and into golden showers. Yes. Um, it's not anything that I've ventured out into yet. I'm not saying like it's on a bucket list. If it happens in the right situation, it happens. Yes. But have you actually participated in one? Yes. Like receiving and giving? Um, giving? Yeah, I peed all over his chest and on his face by request. Um, this is actually really fucking sexy. I did that a few different times. Um, I've only ever been like he's peed on my leg, but I would be okay to him peeing like on my body. Mm-hmm. I mean, provided his pee smells clean, because you know sometimes you know you want to drink things that when it's coming out of your system, it smells absolutely terrible. So like there has to be a lead up to it. And so I think when people think about urine or they think about that particular type of body waste, there's a way for it to be clear. Like if you drink enough water, your pee comes out like water. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. what are we really talking about here? Like it's filtered through your body and people, you know, get grossed out because it's actually coming. It's, it's, it's clear. It's not going to hurt you. It's not toxic. There's nothing wrong. Um, so I wouldn't have a problem if the person that I'm with wanted to, you know, pee on me. It's, <laughs> I have people listening to me right now. Like some people are like, I want your blood clot. You just said, y'all let man piss on you. Well, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it's in a controlled environment. It's not like I'm fucking walking around outside and saying, Hey, you want to come pee on me? Like, it's not one of those situations. Like this is you and your person. There's no kink shaming. There's been an agreement. It's consensual. And, and it is what it is. But for me, it's one of those things where if I'm with him, he has lifelong consent that like, if we're in the shower, you can pee on me. If we are, if whatever it is, I, I, you know, I'd recently talked to somebody and he's like, you know, like you would never go to the bathroom. He's like the way that you look and the way that your pussy looks, he's like, I'd suck the pee out of you all the time. Like you'd never have to go pee. I was like, oh, okay, well. So I don't mean this in a negative way or a judgmental <laughs> yes. way. 
yes, towards sir. him. Uh, yes. Because to me, this is an empowering statement that I'm going to make. At least, yes. you know, I've I've taken it as one for myself. But that's one nasty nigga. Um, <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yeah, like some of the things that he says is just like, wow. I feel like I'm a dirty person, but sir, you just take it to a whole fucking other level. Like I've said some and, stuff in my day. I have, yeah, you know. Yeah. I've never reached that level where I'm like, hey, I would suck the piss out of your pussy. I've, I've never yeah. reached that level. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if you're afraid to try, do it in the shower, ladies and gentlemen. Let that be your first experience, so that way it just runs right off of you with the water. Absolutely, and you're there. You can right. you can shower. Uh, I just I don't know. I don't I don't understand why people get so offended. I think it's because they look at it kind of like they do with um, certain kinks. They look at it as something nasty, you know, in a negative yes. way or disgusting, you know. Um, yes. To me, it's if that's your thing, that's cool. For the longest, it wasn't mine. But like in conversations recently, I'm just like in the right situation. It's nothing I'm going out looking for, but in right. the right situation, you know, sort of just like yo, because like usually after sex, I have to pee anyway. Hell, when it, I when I masturbate, I had to pee right after. Like my body, that's how it is. And, and so if she's the willing was to just help like, you with that, yes. listen, I'm telling you, I like Come a on, Daddy, filthy on woman. Me. All right, if she <laughs> yeah, if she's like, wait, wait, where you going? No, stay right there. Yeah, Go ahead, yeah. use me. And I'm just like, yo. Yeah. Uh, so do you see it when you did it? Was it like in a degrading way, or was it just in a enjoyable? way like did he want you to pee on him like yo talk some shit to me pee on me use me as your toilet type deal he didn't say use me as your toilet um he did want me to talk to him so i remember like the first experience it was kind of weird because i'd never done it before so i wasn't really sure what to say like ah oh, you like that you like that warm pee like <laughs> you know what i mean it's like what do you what do you say you know like so i wasn't the first time i did it i wasn't um you know I didn't really have like a lot of dialogue and it was one of those things where um so I had been on top we finished fucking I was like I gotta go pee he's like just pee on me and I was like what do you mean pee on you he's like you're already in the position just squat on me and pee on me or if you just want to sit where you are and pee go ahead and so like he had pulled out so like I was like you know like sitting yeah, on, on the, the bed or, right we were on or, the bed yeah okay so I was like, you know, maybe I should go like get a towel. He's like, okay, go get a towel and come back. So I got a couple of towels. So I was like, I don't know if this is gonna like soak through the bed. Um, and you know, just position him under him and literally climb back on him in the same position that I was sitting. But like his dick wasn't inside of me; it was just laying against the stomach. And I literally just sat down and had to really concentrate and just peed. And I felt like I don't know. It was just a really, it was a nice sensation because it was warm. And the look on his face, like, he bit his bottom lip and he looked at me in this way, like, you bitch. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, <laughs> but it was so good. It was, I don't know. It was, it was really good. This was back in, oh my gosh, like 2006. So this was quite a while ago. That was my first experience with it. Um, but with him, like a few times after, it was the same sort of thing. One of the times he asked me to squat over him. So then it was literally like splashing against his chest, which was interesting as well. But he he didn't really have any uh, any issue with that. He was also the first person that I ever did that, that Amazon, the Amazon position with. 
What's the where the man? Like so the man is laying on his back and his legs are pulled up the way that you would put a push a woman's legs up, oh, and then they pull his dick forward. And I was riding him in that position, so the appearance of it looks like you're fucking him. He's right. not fucking you. How did you enjoy that? Oh, it was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. So feeling but, feeling wise, if, was yes. it because of how it felt in your pussy, or just like the position of like you were empowered? The position of kind power. Of that is, yeah. Yeah, it was it was everything because then I was talking shit to him like you like that you fucking bitch you like getting fucked like that I just yeah I went like full on <laughs> I lost myself in that moment and the thing is he was so confident in who he was he had no issue with how I was talking to him and he responded which just made it even more fucking crazy because that just sent me into overtime. So how did he respond? He was, he just, you know, was like it like the same a yes, way, like, ma'am, or yeah. was it? No, he didn't say yes, ma'am. But he'd be like, yes, babe, I like that. Fuck me harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm your dirty little bitch. I'm going to, you know, you can fuck me any way that you want. You like that, mommy. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, he was just very responsive and very encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like, I remember one of the times kind of like leaning forward and putting both of my hands around his throat. In hindsight, <laughs> I realized that I probably could have choked the shit out of him and not in a good kind of way. But he had, he, oh my goodness me. Whew, okay, let's, can we just move on to something else? Because man, I don't, I, we did not end in a good way. I mean, those are some of the good memories. We didn't end in a good way. Um, yeah, so let's not, let's not linger here. <laughs> no, I don't, I can't say that I would ever try that Amazon position. Like, uh, who knows? Um, the shit You definitely me. should. You? Just once. Why, why me? Why should I? Because you remember we had the conversation about you uh, relinquishing a little bit of control. I think that would be the perfect position for you to relinquish control in. Just even once. I think I got to get warmed up to that. Like, tie me up and, <laughs> and uh, take my mouth shut or something and stroke right? my dick or something. Talk some shit in my ear. And that's the crazy thing because even as a dominant man, I like to uh, like I like a woman that talks some shit, you know? Like, yeah, it's sexy to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. But like, of course, I'm gonna talk my shit back sometimes. <laughs> that's why I said I put tape over my mouth so I can't say nothing. You know? Right? Um, I'm, I'm not gonna. Nah, I could. Anyways, let's go to the next question. <clears throat> let's go to the next question. You mentioned something about being tied up. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that you like bondage. You like? I do. Um, Is there a, really... a specific form? Um. I like handcuffs, but the problem with, okay, so, oh my goodness me. I think that there is sometimes, not I think, there are sometimes where, um, okay, so I have, I have, I have a sexual threshold where there's a point at which I don't allow myself to go past. And there have been occasions where I've been pushed past my sexual threshold and I just go into um, a very animalistic frame of mind where it's harder to govern who AJ is. And I remember... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Hard, <laughs> yes. uh, it's harder to govern who AJ is. Can you please dive deeper into that? Like, do you lose... So, do, you, do you, like, not necessarily see red, but whatever the sexual version yes. of see red is? And you yes, yes. Just... That's the perfect way to put it. That is, that is, I see blood. Um, I've talked about this before. I try not to talk about it very often, but I have talked about it a couple of times. Um, so I have bloodlust 
and not in the kind of way where you know like it's like a like period blood or like necessarily fucking when I'm on my period I don't have a problem with that but like I have bloodlust like the scent of clean blood the smell of it in a person's veins um the sight of it coming out of like a person's arm or their finger or but I have bloodlust and so fucking vampire over here I really am I you guys never notice I have fangs I actually have fangs natural fangs which is really weird but it's okay, um, I've been bitten. So, <laughs> but that and so that's the thing. It's like there's a point at which, um, when I go into that place where like I'm in my bloodless headspace, it it gets very aggressive. Um, where at that point, I don't care about broken skin. I don't care if I hurt you. I don't care if you hurt me. I will deal with whatever the consequences are. After and I don't mean like fighting, like where we're like punching and we're gone to blows, but that very physical, like whatever you have on, you better not need it because it's not going to be able to be repaired because it's going to be torn. <laughs> if you have to go somewhere where your neck and your skin has to be showing, you probably don't want to push me to that limit because you are definitely going to have holes and marks and scratches and bites on your body. So, and what animal just, do you care. like channel when you go into this mode? Would you say? Um, automatically what came to mind was a Wolverine. Jeez. And I know that, but I'm thinking more of the actual superhero Wolverine. Either way, than, they're both vicious. Right. And, and that's where, that's where my head goes. It, it's an uncomfortable place for me because it's hard for me to come out of that darkness. But okay. So my experience, my, one of my experiences with, with being bound, he had, he had put handcuffs on both of my wrists Mm-hmm. And um, but my my legs and my feet were loose, and it, it got to a point where if you think of like a wild animal trying to gnaw itself free, there was a point at which because what he was doing to me, and I couldn't get free to like touch him or to really move around, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just yeah, I went into a dark place. Like I literally started biting my wrist, like I was trying to free myself, and he got scared. He's like, okay, 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 we're gonna stop. I'm going to uncuff you. <laughs> and he did. And he literally like had to hold me because like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So like <clears throat> you sitting there like, Hey, listen, I'm going to take the handcuffs off of you now. Okay. I, I yeah. <laughs> and if he used to call me, well, he, his name for me was blade. So he's like, yeah, he's like blade. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to hold you. I was like, and I didn't, I, I, I didn't respond. Like when I'm there in that place, you can't mm-hmm. get a verbal response out of me. So How it's a good it place, you, but like, it's a come bad down place. From that place. Um, well, it could take up to an hour. Nails, like match your Wolverine. Instinct. Yeah, the claw. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Everything is coming I'm together. Telling you, it's like... Everything is coming together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If people, if people really paid attention, they would get it. And you know, sometimes I, I know that it, you know, you kind of like. I, I like to think but, that I paid yeah. good enough attention. But there have been some things that surprised me, even in conversation that we've had this week, uh, just between you and I. And I'm just like, yo, I gotta step my shit up, you know, like. <laughs> I, I tell people I've, I've, uh, I've had a very interesting and colorful life there's a lot of stuff that i don't talk about i'm i'm getting more comfortable or trying to get more comfortable with uh talking more about uh, myself and my experiences not just in it like from an advice perspective but just kind of for people to have a better sense of who i am but yeah i've, I've had a very um 
interesting life. I firmly believe that there's always room for improvement. Always. Yes. But when I have conversations with you, it's not an improvement. It's like, yo, I got to take this shit up to a different level. That's what it is. <laughs> it's levels. All right. So you said it takes you about an hour to come down from that. Yes. Yeah. To fully come down where I don't feel like I want to hurt the person anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it takes about an hour. And in those instances, like, um, it's one of those things where you definitely need to give me a little bit of space to myself mm-hmm. so I can kind of just like process and reconcile what's happening with me. And then, and then I'm good. Like after that, then we can, we can continue. Like we're good. You ever watched the hangover movie? The first one? I haven't. No. Wow. So there, I don't want to spoil need it to. for you. Um, but there's a scene where there's a tiger in the bathroom, right? And they wake up and it's in there and it's just like, oh shit, everybody runs down. They're like, how, how can we get this tiger out of here? They find out whose tiger it is. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to spoil that part. But they put like, they roofie a stake and throw it in there to the tiger. So that it knocks the tiger out. And I'm like, that's what Uh-oh. I would have to do with you. I had to throw a piece of raw meat in there <laughs> like, in order to get you to come down from where you're at. He's like, I'm sitting here thinking, if I, if I leave you in there by yourself and close the door, you're just going to keep gnawing at your wrist. So if I put like, <laughs> the raw piece of meat in there and just like let your animal instinct take over, you eat this meat, you knock uh, it out. And then I check on you in like an hour and a half or two. Oh, that man. probably explains why I uh, like my steak with like a little bit of, not, not a little bit, probably more than a little bit of pink in the middle. I have no problem with the blood. Probably does. Yeah. Okay. I know I asked earlier about yes. if anyone has ever uh, had to use their safe word with you. And then you're sitting here talking about your animal instincts and that you might literally hurt somebody, including yourself. Mm-hmm. But do you have a story or a time where you actually did injure somebody during sex? Um, uh, it doesn't have to be you know a sex sent me to the ER type thing or sex sent them to the ER um, no uh, I think the most yeah the most vicious thing that I've ever done was just like bitten and broken through skin mm-hmm. after I told them that I wouldn't but it, it honestly it wasn't my fault I mean it, it is but it wasn't because they provoked me and they didn't stop and so when I'm saying, like, you need to stop provoking me, I don't know what he heard or what he thought I was saying. But if I tell you several times, please stop provoking me, I, I can't I can't help what's going to happen after that. And you don't listen. Um, so I had huh, I, I left a, a like a blood bruise like it was it was it was OK. So like I, I know they're called hickeys, but I feel like this was worse than one because it was like. Like it was blackish purplish, like to how hard I was sucking on his. And then I bit through his skin and he was bleeding, but I, I licked it. I felt bad Did after. You it it wasn't it? Both. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I saw that there was blood, I licked it. And then when I saw that there was more blood, I started. And that, that freaked him out because it's like, okay, what are you doing? And I'm, I honestly, I didn't mean to break his skin, but, and I told him that I wouldn't. And then I did. And I kind of felt bad, but I didn't feel bad. So I think that I would be okay with that. Like I like being bitten, and and I will be a provoker. You know, I've had that happen to with a woman where I'm just like, no, bite me harder. Because the same right. thing, I guess. With like, I've talked to some women. They're like, you know, if you're gonna spank me, then don't bullshit, don't pussy around. Oh, for sure. Me. You like hit for me. sure. Um, and that's how I'm with things too. It's like, yo, if you gonna bite me, then fucking bite me. You know. Um, so I'd be, I think I'd be okay with that. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'd sit here and be the one sucking out the blood or anything like that. But I'm fine with seeing right. broken skin and stuff. 
but if like a shorty if i look down i see blood and then like shorty just takes her head back down there and starts sucking or licking the blood I, and part, part of my mind i might be like yo this bitch crazy but the other part <laughs> um, i might be like oh this bitch crazy um but i you know what i i i have in uh in past uh a mm-hmm. man that i was involved with i i asked him i had actually asked him if i could take blood from him and we had had this whole long conversation and we had discussed you know how we were going to do it um i got a, a sterilized kit that had needles in it mm-hmm. and um you know like the this the, the uh, alcohol wipes in the whole nine and when it came down to it like even asking him in that moment like are you okay with this he was very okay with it then i'm like have you ever let anyone take blood from you before and he's like no um and so i sterilized the needle i was gonna poke him but i said like i said to him like you can you can do it if that makes you more comfortable he's like no go ahead and so um I, I poked the needle into, I told him to pick a spot. He picked like in the, his elbow crease, like on the inner side. Mm-hmm. And I poked it in and the blood squirted and I put his arm in my mouth and sucked on him. And when I felt like I was done, we stopped. I asked him if he was okay. He was. And then it was really weird. So how long we were, were you sucking blood out of him? <laughs> um, Not very long, like maybe 10 minutes. I feel like that's a long time to be sucking blood out of somebody. Or, yeah, know. but it, it's not like it's it doesn't like squirt out. It's not like it's not like what you see in the movies. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. It's it doesn't really like you actually have to work at it and suck because it, it wasn't like a very big hole. It's not like they were the size of my fangs. You know what I mean? It was it was uh, like a large needle. You know, so it wasn't. It took it took time. Um, but then when when we went outside, I think that more so freaked him out. We went outside to smoke. And at where I was standing in the light, he looked at me. He's like, what color are your eyes? I'm like, my eyes are brown. He's like, no, they're not. He's like, go, like, what the fuck? go look in the mirror and see, tell me if you see your right, reflection or not right the, now. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, your eyes are like a light brown. He's like, do your eyes change color? He's like, are you a fat fucking vampire for real? I'm like, bro, I'm not. Yeah. And no. But he 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 had was convinced that my eyes had changed color while we were standing there. So I'm saying to him, like, maybe it's just it's the light, it's the moonlight. He's like, What color are my eyes? I'm like, Your eyes are dark brown. He's like, So how are you saying it's the moonlight and we're both standing outside? So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you all are looking forward to uh, no. an episode of From the Mind of Mr. L later on in the year. True Life, I'm a Vampire featuring <laughs> It would explain why I don't look like I'm aging. So, Oh, again, it's all coming together. It's all coming I'm just together. Saying. Wow. <laughs> all right. You said something about the squirting of the blood. Yes. Another question for you. Yes. Speaking of squirting. Yes. Do it would be squirting. And she really does. She has her moments where she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And we've had a conversation that the person's not worthy of the squirt. Mm-hmm. But when 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 the person is worthy of the squirt, oh, she will wet up everything under the sun. So I believe that because in conversations with you where sometimes you don't want to disclose some things because <laughs> you're being bashful, like I feel like that is the, the same way where sometimes you got to work that squirt out of a woman because she is withholding it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I feel with our conversation. Sometimes I'm like, all right, that's cool. I got to keep it in that G spot. And then you going to come, it's going to squirt on out of your mouth. Um, yep. Ooh, I don't, there's not a way to measure it unless you just filled up a cup before or anything like that. But like, 
have you ever like drenched the whole bedroom whatever just like how much to what levels can she get um i remember having an experience where i created a puddle on the floor by the door it literally it took me a second to realize what was happening because i could hear like the sound of what you would think is water dripping or hitting the floor like that splashing sound and i remember stopping and kind of looking back he was behind me looking back at him like what is that noise he's like your pussy juice is hitting the floor and i look down and there's literally a puddle on the floor between my legs that was really interesting um oh that just brought back some memories Oh, yeah, I, I uh, have soaked through a mattress before, um, mm-hmm. soaked through the carpet before. It it just not depends. The like, neighbor looking like, is there a water, like a water spot the on their no. ceiling. <laughs> it's just you. You know, it's funny. I never actually thought about you that. I could not. Just imagine that, laying in bed, you know, you're sleeping peacefully, and one o'clock in the morning, you feel a water drip on your forehead. And- could you imagine? Ah, oh, oh my god! If I was that neighbor, and then that was my neighbor below me, and I found out that that happened, I'd be mortified. I would have to move. I would absolutely have to move. And you, but um, expenses. Yeah, I I would be so embarrassed. But um, yeah, I've I've. I've had an experience where we soaked through the mattress on a couple of occasions. Um, because for me, it's like once, once, and I think for most women mm-hmm. that once you get her body warmed up and you get to that place, like it's not difficult to keep her in, in an orgasmic state. You just need to be paying attention to her rhythm. And it's like that for me, it's like if I'm with somebody that I'm really into and he has turned on the, the faucet like it, she'll just keep coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. And at some point I just won't be able to control it. Like she'll just do, she just does her thing. Have you ever like ran dry because you no. squirted so much? No, never. All when I thought that I couldn't squirt anymore, he found a way to like get a little bit more. It's one of my favorite out. things. That's one of my favorite things where she's just like, no, I can't anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You I don't have any were. more in me. Yep. And we he'll keep pull. digging until and- we hit it. And I don't understand that. Like, where the fuck does all this liquid come from? Like, Regin, I'm dehydrated. I haven't had a bottle of water in like three hours. There's nothing else. But, you know, with determination and a little bit of, you know, the right pushing and pulling and and sucking and tugging, there's always a little bit more. I'm trying to look up and see how much of the body is water. And it is up to 60%. It's like 70. I was going to say 70. Okay. Up to 60%. Mm-hmm. It says for the adult male, 60%. Adult female, 55%. Okay. So. That water. <laughs> so you're trying uh, to get the 55% out of me. Okay. I get it. That's it. What? Uh, I, I look I like a shriveled up grape when I'm done. So, so and leave like me with prune? 5%. Yeah, I'm going to look like a prune when I'm done. Who wants that? I do. There's fruits of my labor right there. <laughs> That's my goal. Yes, that makes I mean, sense. I want to drain you. Like that is my goal is to drain. I think that's just body. that's just wickedness. That's Maybe. just wickedness. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I accept who I am. <laughs> All right. What is the next question? Oh, here we are. Is there anything that? has caught you off guard i know you talked about the cucumber you know Mm -hmm. earlier but is there anything that has caught you off guard sexually that you've done that you were surprised that you did it 
The only thing that really comes to mind is as uh, double penetration using a dildo, um, because it wasn't something that we had discussed. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it started off with a massage, you know, as a lot of things <sighs> do. <laughs> and um, I remember it was uh, it wasn't a silicone toy; it was like a a firm type of rubber, mm-hmm. and. Was it one of those like dildos that had like the veins popping out? Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't super thick and it wasn't super slender. It was like a medium size, and then it was probably about eight inches long, and then maybe three inches down from the head, it kind of bulged out a little bit and then tapered back in. So it gave you like you know a little bit of girth, but closer to the top. And I, I don't know how. I don't remember how we got to that point, but I remember um, I was laying on my stomach. He was massaging me with oil. Um, for whatever reason, he pulled out the dildo and, um, then just started rubbing it like at the, like like the top of my ass and then like smacking my ass with it. And then he kind of slowly like worked his way down. And then he was kind of like rubbing it between my ass cheeks and then positioning the head and that kind of thing. Right. And in my mind, I'm thinking, is he going to fuck me with this in my ass? But I didn't ask, you know what I mean? I kind of just like laid there just feeling the sensations and being in the moment. Um, and then, yeah, in a very short period of time, he was working it in. Um, and I remember just, oh, it was such a great feel, feeling, like a great sensation. Uh, and then, you know, he kind of like pulled me up and, and back slightly so that I was a little bit elevated. And yeah, then I was taking some penis and had this dildo in my ass. It was the first time I had done double penetration like that. And so that was a really, it was a really good experience. Um, the part that was the worst for me was that I couldn't make noise because we were in somebody's house. We were we were visiting friends of his okay. <laughs> in Montreal. We were in this right. We were in the in the guest room, and so I'm saying to him like quietly, "We shouldn't be doing this right now because you know that I'm not quiet." He's like, "You're gonna have to be quiet. Like you're gonna scare them. Like you can't scream. They're gonna come running." And I was like, "Motherfucker, why would you choose now when you know I can't?" Wicked, say it again. Wickedness, it. wickedness, wickedness. Uh, but it was, it was, it was so good because I couldn't make noise. It was risque because we were into people them all's, and yeah, like the it 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 sent me into sensory overload. But yeah, that was. So how do you feel about fisting then? Uh, definitely not for me because my pom pom is tight and I'd like for her to remain that way. And I know she's, you know, they have the snapback ability, right. but yeah, I don't want a whole fist inside of me. I'm good with up to maybe three fingers okay. and that feels like a lot of pressure. I'm definitely not taking a fist in my ass in any way, shape or form. Nah. I, you know what people who do that kudos to them. Cause that requires a lot of patience and a lot of effort. I, I'm just not that girl. I've done the fisting thing before. It was in your story of uh, him, like kind of warming up the booty, you know, the mm-hmm. booty hole for the dildo. That just reminded me of that because, like, it wasn't a massage that I start off with. But it was just like playing with the pussy. Like, all right, boom, you got two fingers. Let's see how much more you can take. Three. See if I can slide this pinky in there. Okay, you're you're not stopping. Really? You're enjoying this. And I was like, okay, let me put the thumb in there as well. And I didn't get like the whole fist in there. It was probably about. Right. Um, to the like bottom joint of my thumb damn that's how far i got in there uh because i didn't want to you know hurt 
heard yeah. it, but like, yeah, you know, put it in there. Let it be my little ventriloquist doll for a little while. Um, <laughs> yeah, see in those moments, times. yeah. I just have like this this kink of like seeing and not like stretching to like magnitudes of, of width and everything. But yeah, just like seeing the pussy or the asshole stretch. Like it's something that about it. That it does something does for something you. For me. Yes. So <laughs> let's talk about things that do it for you then. Yeah. Do you have a? Do you watch porn? You know. I do. You do. Do you have a a specific category that you watch that you might be a little bit ashamed to say? <laughs> Um, I, I don't think that I'm, I have no shame in the categories that I like. I think just the stuff that I like is different. So, um, I like, like alien porn, like monster porn. Um, yeah, I know it's your face. Okay. So I like Wolverine thing. <laughs> Next you're going to tell me that you're an alien because alien porn reminds you of your people. I, 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 do, I like monster and alien porn i i don't know are these why just up like monsters and aliens or are we talking about no, like it's, an animated it's, yeah and animated cartoon uh monster porn is is one of my go-tos um and i don't i can't even tell you when the you know my my um uh I don't even know what the right word. I, I can't even think of the right word right now. But I don't know when um, I became interested in, in it. Mm-hmm. I just know that I am that and actual cartoon porn. So you know, like seeing um, the, the the porn version of Family Guys, seeing the porn version of the Disney characters, seeing the porn version of of any cartoon that you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really weird too because it's not like these are they're not in motion it's an actual comic strip so right. while i'm masturbating i'm reading the comic strip which takes you know like a different kind of effort to to do that and to be focused it's not like stuff is happening where it's in motion mm-hmm. which is it's a weird thing i'm guilty um, of the same thing um really yes because you, you know me i'm a man of I like words you know so yes. I, I do like to read and like i like yes. comic strips and it may be like something is going back to like a kid and reading comics or reading like yes. the, the funnies in the paper and things like that but i'm also interested in a great storyline and so i'm like oh let's see where the storyline is gonna go <laughs> right oh they yeah. do this oh they shouldn't be oh this is turning me on um, yeah. So not okay. You're not a alone. Monster, We're in the same boat. Monster there. porn. Yeah, monster porn is definitely a go-to. Anything to do with nipple sucking, a definite go-to. Um, I like um, uh, I don't know, black gay male gangbang. I th- yeah, I think that that's right. So. So black gay male gangbang where one male is taking on a whole bunch of males or is do you like more of an orgy type deal? Both. Okay. I, I like the reason why I, I there there isn't. I, there might be like I haven't really done a, a an assessment as to why that might be, but I like um I like situations where the per, one person is being overpowered. I like situations where one person has to figure out how to please multiple people at one time. So mm-hmm. sometimes it may just be like, you know, regular gangbang where it's a woman and five guys or six guys. Um, I love hearing when they talk to her in like a slutty, dirty type of way. Like it just gets me going. But I definitely like um, like the gay male version of the same thing. 
Okay. I think I know a lot of women have said they they really enjoy like gay men porn. So we it's our desire to to peg men. And as I think a little bit of has a little bit of it has to do with penis envy. I definitely know that I have penis envy because I know that there are times where I masturbate. Like I hear very like a very clear like okay, so if there's somebody that I like. So like it's, let's say you and I are dating mm-hmm. and I'm not with you. If I'm watching a particular type of porn, I can hear your voice in my head mm-hmm. telling me like you know what I mean. Like you're my cum slut. You're my dirty little bitch. Come take this fucking cock. Get on your knees. Like that's what I would hear in my head of the. But you person. know, I'm gonna say, <laughs> don't say cock over. Here. Sorry, you don't say cock. <laughs> you say dick. My apologies. So, but that's that. So, if it's a person that I'm involved with, that's his voice is the voice that I hear in my head, even though I'm watching something completely different. So, at that point where I'm I'm having an orgasm, like I can hear him saying to me, "That's right, come for me, dirty bitch." You know what I mean? Like you like that, you like that. You know what I mean? And and that kind of thing. Um. Mm. So it's it's a combination. It's a combination of things, but. Yeah, I would definitely say monster or alien porn would be probably the most out there. <clears throat> All right, so you mentioned um, a little bit about degrade degrading. Are you yes. a degraded or degrader or both? Oh, definitely both. Definitely both. Do you have like definitely both? Do you have favorite words that you love hearing when you're being degraded? Um, I like being called a slut. I like being called a whore. Um, How do you feel about the word bitch? Like, that's what I was going to say about the word bitch. Oh, yeah, I have no issues with that. I, I, I feel like there's a time and place for it. And it's funny because, like, you know, with people that I'm comfortable with, um, you know, there's that kind of banter that in, involves the word bitch or involves the word slut or involves the word whore. And I don't take offense to it. Mm-hmm. And even, like, you know, a person that I, uh, I've talked to, you know, he'd be like, you know, you're a sexy fucking bitch. And I don't take offense to that because I'm a sexy fucking bitch. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's different. Like if we're fighting and he's like, you know, you're, you're a bitch, but I don't know. Even then I don't necessarily know that I'd be offended. And I know that people are like, okay, well, yeah, you can call me a bitch in the bedroom, but you can't call me a bitch outside of that. That's just weird to me. Like if we're fighting and that's what you say, because that's what I'm being, then that's just what I'm being. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, dirty little bitch. You know, daddy's dirty little bitch, cock slut. No, dick. Because dick slut doesn't sound, sound good. You have Maybe to be a cock slut. Fantastic. Dirty little whore. It does not. It doesn't have the same appeal as being like a cock slut or cum slut. Yeah. No, cum slut. Yes. Yeah, I words love are. That. I love that. Words are powerful. They, words they are, are absolutely powerful. Now let's switch. Let's flip it a little bit. Now you're the degrader. Yes. What are you saying? I'm telling him he's a fucking whore. You're a dirty fucking whore. And I would just tell him like about, it depends on like what's being done. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I would, I mean, if I want to like actually like shame him, I'll tell him like your dick is weak. Your dick game is fucking weak. (laughs) You can't fuck me. You don't got no strong dick. Y'all this fucking talk and you can't do fuck all because you're a bitch because you're soft because you're weak. I'm going to fuck you. You're going to take this pussy. You're not going to give me that dick. You're going to take this fucking pussy. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Your face is fucking priceless right now. <laughs> it's like there, there are there are levels to the degrading thing, and like yes. you know, it can either go from my little cum slut or this that other, or I've had a woman literally be like, "Yo, I want you to make me feel worthless, oh. like worthless, like I don't even deserve 
to be here type deal Damn. like I'm the dirt underneath your shoe type shit and I'm just Damn. like oh you, you really want that and she who got off I, on that I, yes she did like she really Damn. enjoyed it and I was like oh you know I wasn't just going out here doing it with any and everybody but you know no. still it was um See, I would be open to that experience. I haven't had that particular experience. I think mm-hmm. I would be open to it just to see how I would feel about it. And then I could decide. Because this is my thing. It's like people say they, they don't like things, but they haven't actually tried the thing that they're saying that they don't like. It right. makes more sense to me to have the experience and then determine whether or not you like it. Because sometimes you'll find that something you said that you weren't okay with, mm-hmm. it's actually not so bad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and a lot of times, like people need to realize that it's going to only, only going to be during that scene like it's not something that's that should carry over afterward right. and outside of right it. um we had a conversation already on the live but i would love for your listeners on the podcast who may not have instagram or would just don't have the time to <laughs> listen or watch three guys and a girl but if you had a dick for a day <laughs> from when you wake up to when you go to sleep Tell us what uh, your plan would be for those 24 hours. Um, honestly, it, it would just really... A lot of masturbation. That would be the first thing that I do. Because I, I want that first sexual experience to be with myself. Um, so that I can get a feel for my cock. And a feel for how my cock... See, I was going, going to volunteer to mine. I was going to be like, you know what? I mine for a day. And you say stuff like that. And I'm like, no. No. So you're gonna deny me the experience because I said yes. cock not dick? Because you're you will horrible. never get you're not my any, friend. You would never get anywhere with that. Knowing you're mine, not my you friend. would never get anywhere with it. It would be with like, saying cock. It would, it would hear it, and it. No, I would stroke my cock, and my cock and I would be one. And and that's <laughs> okay. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> but honestly, if it, it's 24 oh. hours, like I, you know, they say fuck bitches, fuck bitches get money. I would really and truly, I would try to fuck as many women as I possibly can in the safest way that I possibly could. If some of them are okay with us to like, you know, raw dog it, I'm okay with that. And then if others want to use, I'm okay. But I would fuck, I would try to fuck a pom pom from every nationality that I could manage. Have you done that with a cock? Like knock out different nationalities? Um, I've, I've been with a, a few nationalities. Um, you know, of course, black men from varying parts of the world, mm-hmm. um, uh, from the Caribbean, from North America, from the motherland, the continents. Um, I have been with uh, South Asian men, Italian, Spanish, uh, Japanese. Oh. Um, As Ludacris said it best, pimping all over the world. <laughs> you know, just trying to spread joy everywhere I go. No, I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, it's there have just been different experiences. Um now over... let me ask you this. Yes. Just like the food. It's gonna be a two part yes. question. Okay. All right. So the first one, just like with food from different places all over the world and yes. different cultures. Yes. Did the did the cocks were they each like different? Did they feel different? Did they taste different? Was there Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, w- I will say hands down. I mean, I would. Yeah, I, w- I will say hands down, like nothing beats a black man. Nothing mm-hmm. beats a pretty black dick. That was going to be my beats- next question. Which one? Yeah, nothing beats a pretty black penis. Um, 
I would say of the experiences that I've had, we the Japanese. Yeah, you do. The Japanese uh, gentleman, he definitely was top tier. Definitely, definitely top tier. Um, what made him top tier? He had good dick, which okay, and I don't want to even say it like in a, in a sort of disrespectful type of way because I don't even mean it that way. I was surprised because I just assume that East Asian men don't really come equipped with a lot of stuff, but he had a if healthy size know. dick. Yeah, what he, is a healthy? He, what is a healthy size? So I, I always f- feel like the 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 average or the median for our dick size is like six inches. Mm-hmm. I feel like anything above that is really good, and anything below that is eh, not so fantastic. But six as a baseline, six and girthy as a baseline is good. Um, but he was like eight inches and heavy, which shocked the fuck out of me. And and this is why I say like you can't have preconceived notions about what a person's penis size would be. And I know we go with the stereotypes, like, you know, oh, all black men are well hung and all black men have big dick. That's a motherfucking lie. That's a whole fucking lie. Um, I remember, and I'm going to say his name because I don't really give a fuck, this guy, Michael. Michael's penis was maybe four inches and I'm being generous. And wanted to be fucking ambitious and do all kinds of positions that his man couldn't manage. My guy, if your dick keeps keeps slipping out, I know the pom pom is wet, but that's not the reason why. It's because your dick is small. And then you're there hyping up yourself. Before you just seckle yourself and lay on your back and let me ride you so that we can both get a little bit of pleasure, you want to do backshot and all manners of things that you're not equipped for. And then want to hype up yourself. And then when a bitch wants to tell you about the fact that the sex wasn't good, you want to say, oh, it's because your pussy, your pussy's too loose. No, my guy. I don't know where you're going with three and a half inches and feel like you're going to please anybody. Uh, uh. And you don't eat pussy on top of that. Uh. Oh, red flag. Yeah. Red, super red flag. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Speaking of red <laughs> flags, then, like what, yes. what are three red flags that you have uh, during sex? Like dealing with sex. Three red flags. Because like to me, if if you're not giving head well I'm not going to say that because there have been times where I didn't you know give head to a woman I was getting head all the time um, and it was no offense to her but you know, it was just yeah no that that's easy. definitely a red flag for me like if you always want your dick sucked but you never want to eat pussy I I can't fuck with you like this sex could be the greatest mm-hmm. and I would maybe see you a couple of times a year like after the first time and I realize that you don't eat pussy I might go back for a second time just to make sure that what I thought it is, it was that you don't actually eat pussy. And after that, I'm not fucking with you. Cause that I don't, I don't do those kind of imbalances. It's different. If I just want to suck your dick, mm-hmm. then have at it. You're welcome. But if it's a situation where that's what you want all the time and you're not willing to reciprocate, why am I going to, why would I do that to myself? And this is the thing I don't understand. Like I know that people get in their feelings and people get attachments and yeah, the dick is great, but I really wish you would eat my pussy. If you say something to him and he says, no, that he's not doing it, then you have a choice. You can say to yourself, okay, well, this isn't like, why would I, okay. So I'll tell you a story years ago, years, years, years ago, I was dating this man and he told me he doesn't eat pussy. So I'm like, okay, fine, no problem. I have no problem sucking your dick. I actually enjoyed sucking his dick. But I said to him, I have a friend that all he ever wants to do is eat my pussy. And this man says to me like, oh, so what, you're you're going to go to him and make him eat your pussy? I'm like, Bretchen, you don't want to do it. And he does. So why would I? 
He's like, oh, all you have to do them things there. Okay, so you want me to sacrifice my pleasure because you don't want to eat my pussy, right. but I know a man who I can go sit on on his face and he doesn't want to fuck. He just wants to eat my pussy. And I'm not supposed to enjoy that? Where did they do that at? I'd be like, have at it. And, and don't get me wrong, I love to eat pussy, but you know, it, in the instances that I didn't, I had my own reasons that, you know, mm-hmm. talked about with the person. So I don't want, you know, anybody thinking like, oh, he was just out here being selfish. Right. I had my reasons. But if she came to me and was just like, yo, so there's this dude, he just want to eat me out. Yo, mm-hmm. go have fun. Have at it. Go have fun. Yeah, he did not like that at all. And I said to him, okay, well, you have two choices. You can either do it or I can go get it done. And he learned to do it. And he realized the rewards and the benefits that come with doing it. It just made everything better because there was no there were no, like there were no restrictions now do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and when he had the epiphany about how much better our sex was when he freed up himself yeah it it became it was on it oh, like everywhere God. everywhere <laughs> all right two more red flags um this is gonna be a weird one but a person who doesn't take off all their clothes I've never understood why men would have sex with like their boxers still on. It, I'm like, what are you hiding? Like, what is? And and so for me, that makes me feel like it starts to make me feel some type of way, like uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. why are you always in your clothes? Like, what's the fucking rush? Like, you want me to be butt ass naked, but you want to keep on like your shirt, your shorts, your I. That to me, there's that's there's some deeper underlying issue that I just don't even want to tackle. But that's definitely a red flag for me. I feel restrained um, the more clothes I have on. Like the only time that I will leave them on is if I'm having a quickie, you know. That, right. That's it. But outside of that, if I'm somewhere where I can be free, it, at most my socks are going to be on. Yeah, no, you can't even have your socks on. So, and I, I will say that I've like if um, like I've kept my t-shirt on or a tank top because then like my nipples poke out. And so like, but that's different for me because it's like the sensation of him rubbing my nipples through the fabric, it creates like a whole other, you know what I mean? So that's, if I have on clothes, it's with purpose. It's not because I'm trying to like fucking rush and hurry. It's very different. Like with the, that they always have clothes on always. That's just, that's. Or like the, the sliding the panties to the side, you know, it creates that effect. Um, right, I can I can do that. Got to be careful sometimes because depending on the material, you can get a nice little carpet burn down there. Um, I don't mind that. Hmm? I, don't mind that. I don't mind that. No, no, I was talking about I was talking about me. Um, oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, um, get a little bruised from memories. It's okay. Nah, not that kind. Them things hurt. But um, <laughs> all right, the third one. Um, men who don't use washcloths. That's I don't know, because I always wonder, like, what are you washing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is my thing. If you, what are you washing your body with? Like, even they don't use like a, like no sponge, no the little puff something, nothing. So you're basically using water and your hand to rub soap over your body and then rinse off? Like, how are you cleaning your ass? How are you cleaning, like, underneath your balls? Like, you're just... It's just weird to me. So if the person doesn't use any sort of washcloth, especially before we're going to fuck, that's problematic for me. 
Yeah, that's nasty. Um, I've seen that. Yeah, you walk into a, a man's bathroom. That's one of the things I will do first whenever I'm going, you know, over to because mm-hmm. one, I'm walking in there to make sure that you know, yep. before we get started, I want to make sure everything is clean, good to go over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I'm in there, I will I will peep the bathroom just to see oh, how for it sure. works. So like you absolutely, said, I peek in the shower. I'm gonna see what type of deodorant you got, what type of soap yeah. you're using. Make absolutely. sure your toilet is clean, all of that. Because if it is, then I know I'm good. But it also for me, it's it's like a hindrance. You know what I mean? So it's like if I want to be if I want to be nasty with you, if I want to put my tongue in your ass, if I want to like lick and suck on you know your gooch, I know that I can't do that because I don't know how you wash your ass. I love those. And you can't tell me that you wash your ass with your hand mm-hmm. and soap. Where do they do that at? Exactly. And that is another reason like, why I, I do practice good hygiene. One, because you're supposed to. Two, I'm not going to send a woman down there to eat my ass or suck on the gooch and everything if it's not clean. Like, because right? chances are I'm still kissing her afterwards, you know, um, depending on who it is. And I, I know I don't want to be kissing her and she was just looking you know doo-doo stains or something like that right so, yeah no, yeah that's no like that's that's disgusting you need like a washcloth like scrub your ass <laughs> scrub your ass scrub your balls like i don't know if you that's it, yeah anyway it, that's those are my three <laughs> those are my about, three you talked about eating ass so mm-hmm. it's safe to say that you eat your ass uh, <laughs> the way you said it makes it sound like I'm eating a bowl of cereal like every day. I have, yeah, I, I'm not a. <laughs> and you would again, I'm assuming. Absolutely, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Um, so I love, you. I, I, I love taking a journey through your mindset. And yes. The first time that you ate ass, was it something that you wanted to do or something that he asked you to do? Oh no, it's definitely something that I wanted to do. Um, I know was it I remember just like exactly. Right who there, was. you were just like, you know what? Why not? And you just dove in. Oh no, this 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 was intentional. Okay, so I'll tell you a very strange thing about me: a, a quirk, which most people don't know. Um, I very rarely wear pants. Like you will very rarely ever see me in jeans. And if I wear pants, they're usually like loose fitting, wide legged pants or track pants. For the most part, I wear dresses and skirts. Mm-hmm. When I do wear pants. It shifts me into an alpha male headspace. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, I probably do know why, but that's besides the point. But that's where it puts me. And so when I'm in that headspace, um, the person that I'm engaging with, whether they know it or not, they're my submissive. <laughs> it's not so necessarily a conversation. You're around with the man and you got on pants. I know what the deal is. Yeah, if if they have to be fitted pants. If I'm wearing wide leg pants, it's more like a skirt. I'm still in in more of a docile head. But if I'm wearing fitted pants or like jeans, leather pants, anything like that, yeah, you're about to get bitched out, sir. Big dick AJ walking around. Absolutely. And so my first experience with that, uh, I was <laughs> in North Carolina, interestingly enough. And he was a cop. And we, I remember what the, ho- we're at the Holiday Inn or something. Um, I'm curious which part of North Carolina this was. I honestly, it was so long ago that I really don't remember. I, I want to say, I want to say Charlotte. Hmm. But I don't remember. It was if a I long to get time ago. I over in Charlotte and I said, <laughs> I'm going to look at His name is Rodney. 
<laughs> His name is Rodney. Rodney. I'm like, oh, you Officer Rodney. You oh my gosh. By AJ, huh? But so this is the thing. We had we had uh we had gone out to go get food and we came back and I remember I had these black platforms on and these uh suede fitted suede pants and a black top mm-hmm. in all black. And he was driving, we were in his truck, and he gets out, and I came around to his side and I said to him, um, don't move, like just stay there. And he's like, Are you okay? And I said, Turn around. And he's like, Why? I said, Turn the fuck around. <laughs> so he turns around, I reach around, I undo his his belt buckle, I undo his pants, I zip it down, and he's like, Babe, what are you doing? I said, Shut the fuck up. And he's like, We're outside. I said, But there's nobody around. And I literally made him bend over the driver's seat and I squatted behind him and put my face in his ass and like was doing like the tug down. I can't remember what it's called. Um, milking the cow. Rusty yeah, the rusty trombone. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like balls it. all in my mouth, tongue in his ass, stroking him down. And he couldn't do anything but make some noise. And when I felt like, you know, I'd had enough in that moment, like maybe 10 minutes we were outside, him face forward, me with my face in his ass, you know, doing what we're doing in the parking lot of the People's Holiday Inn. I didn't give a fuck. And so when I was done, you know, like I I remember (laughs) the disrespect, I patted him on his ass, like the way that guys do with girls. (laughs) I patted him on his ass (laughs) to let him know that he could get up or like he could, you know, (laughs) the way that he looked at me like, bitch, you did not. (laughs) Yo, you you do not not need a dick for a day. You already got it. It would be terrible. Everything you want to do with it, you already got it in you. You just miss yeah. the physical part of it itself. It would. I would be. I man. I would be. Oh my god! Wow. I, if I had a dick, honestly, like big, big and serious, I'd be a whore. I really and truly would. I would. I would be a respectful whore. I would be a gentleman, but I would be a whore. That was me and my like. I would, I would. Yeah. Be, you know, like I was still respectful, nice. You know, there's a reason why I was yeah. a gent. Um, right. I'd be doing my. I thing. would. I would be an absolute whore. But so I, I, I tapped him on his ass. He got up, he pulled up his pants, looked at me in like utter shock and disbelief. Because again, we were outside. And I, and I remember saying to him, like, I don't live here, so I don't give a fuck. These people don't know me. What are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? Right. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, I seen you eat that man's ass in the parking lot. And so motherfucking what? Fuck you. I don't live here. So that was my whole thing, right? And uh, when we went in the when we went in the room, when he put like the stuff down that we had bought, I told him to strip and get on the bed and get on all fours. And I still had my pants on and I still had my shirt on. I took my heels off. Um, and, you know, like I'm a I'm a whole big five foot six, and he was like six foot two. He was bigger mm-hmm. than I was. Um, but I didn't give a fuck in that moment. I had all that big dick energy, and he quietly got undressed, got on all fours on the bed. And positioned himself and he waited. And I said, put your head down. Put your head down. You might want to put a pillow. And I went to town on this fucking man. Oh my God. It was such a great experience. Uh, I love it. I love it. Being milked is one of the (laughs) fucking best feelings ever. Um, Or the rusty trombone is Nick. Told you. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Big up a rotting door on the terminology. Rusty trombone. (laughs) Oh man. So. You mentioned doing this in the parking lot of, of the Holiday Inn. 
Yes. Where is one of the kinkiest places you've ever had sex? See, this or is the not thing, even like, kinkiest places. Just like one of those out of the box places where you're not in the comforts of your home. You know, you're, you're just out and about or at someone else's house because you did say, you know, with the double penetration thing, you guys were at his friend's house. So is there just like <laughs> one place that stands out where you did something? So it's funny that you just, I just remembered. So, oh boy, at somebody's house, um, some friends from college, um, or they were having a barbecue and it was more like a kind of reunion for everybody. And there was one person that when we were in college, we always had like these kind of rotations. We never got to the point of fucking. He, um, he had a girlfriend. They were, they were having a, a, a rough and rocky time. I had a boyfriend. He and I were having a rough and rocky time. And so this person and I, we kind of like connected. We were flirting. There was sexual tension, but we never got to the point of fucking. So we're at this reunion barbecue, you know, 20 years later. And we went upstairs into a spare bedroom, locked the door, and we fucked. Like, we fucked. I guess we were making so much noise that by the time we came out of the room, there were like five or six of our friends lined up. Everybody had been laying on the floor, looking under the, <laughs> the door frame, watching us fuck on the floor in the bedroom. Wow. So they, yeah. were, they were trying to get a show. The, Absolutely. The, uh, the voyeurist in me would have been excited I'm like, oh, especially if I would have saw yeah. them looking, I would have put on a fucking show <laughs> see that's the thing we didn't we didn't know until uh until after but I don't have a lot of uh I don't know to me like the places I think are are kind of like boring so like on the beach in the water we were surrounded by people I straddled him he pulled his dick out put it inside of me and we were in the ocean kind of letting the the, the motion of the ocean do its thing mm-hmm. and all the whole entire time we're having regular conversation with the people who were standing around us but I was, you know, taking some penis. Um, at my best friend's wedding, right before I was supposed to give my maid of honor speech, that we were in the laid on. Yeah, that I was laid on. <laughs> I we were in the bathroom fucking. Yeah, we were we were in the bathroom fucking. Um, you know, then the regular places like a church parking lot. Um, Just for some reason, I could never. I, oh, man, the, the well, yeah. See, your reasons me. are different. You're, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, I would. I can. I, I, to me, I feel like there are a lot of things that you know I can do, and maybe still make it into the pearly gates. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not. If I did something in, so I, like the most I've ever done inside a church is kiss. I think um, may have touched the butt. I don't remember. It was way back in the day. But um, yeah, if I do something inside, oh, that's it. It's over for me. Take it all the way to hell. Yeah, you're not. You're you're definitely not going to the pearly gates if you do that. Um, one instance I'll share um, because I don't know if I want to share it on my podcast just yet. But there was oh, this was a few years ago. My boss at the time I had just started working maybe a few months with um, for her, and uh, she was having like a cookout at her place. And so she invited some of the co-workers and things of that nature. And her best friend was there. And like, granted, they're like in their 50s or so. And we had a bonfire set up out in our backyard. And one of the things that I really enjoy are hammocks and being in nature. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go chill in the hammock while everybody else is over here at this bonfire. And I mean, they were maybe like, yeah three five feet away five feet away they were far enough that they were close enough but not right. to see anything and her friend i don't remember if she was drunk or whatever but she just like came and laid on me in the hammock and like conversations were going we was just talking and chilling and one thing led to another and i can't remember how we got there but i was just like we'll put my dick out and suck it then 
And she did just that in the hammock while people were in the hammock. Yes. You're awesome. You see, that's why I want a penis. Because <laughs> I would no, like for real, I would be on some shit like that. Because I feel like it's so much easier for a guy to get head than for a woman to get head. Because I feel like there's so much more involved. Like you can literally unzip and pop him out. You don't even have to take your pants off. Whereas with us, like you have to either lift up something or pull down something to get full access to it. That's that's so unfair. That's so unfair. That's really unfair. I'm not liking this setup. But look at the bright side. You get to have like 28 plus orgasms where that shit would probably kill me. (laughs) You talk about you being a prune, turning into a prune? No. Like my body would shrivel up and like poof into thin air. What's what's the most what's the most orgasms you've ever had or the most amount of times you've ever come in one one session? Like regardless of how long the session was? Um, I would say like four. Okay. Four or five. Four is good. Four or five. Okay. Um, it depends on, like you said, the session. Like, if I know that I can come inside of you in either hole, and like mm-hmm. that to me is a turn on. So, like, you okay. know, I'll stay hard and I'll just keep going until another one comes. And then that's a beautiful We can thing. take a little 20 minute break, boom, back at it, go again. So, yes. I like that. That's dope. I like that a lot. See, the hot seat wasn't too bad, was it? It wasn't too bad. You know, I the mean, hot seat had some things. revelations. <laughs> I guess it's, it's one of those things where I don't know like I just I feel like sometimes the things that I reveal about myself give some people um, I think they feel like it's a green light to like come talk to me Oh no, that really, is not. You shouldn't. Not. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> these, these type of episodes are for you to sit, enjoy, and listen. It's not for you to try and slide in the DM yeah. and get a conversation started, or even to shoot your shot. Trust me. Yeah, if, that's don't do it. If AJ wanted you to shoot a shot, <laughs> or you to shoot her, your shot at her, she would set you up for the shot. I um, yeah, I would let you know. Come knocking. So please just sit back and enjoy this episode. Don't. Don't take it any further. Don't take it. <laughs> There's somebody right now listening, like, oh, I want him to suck my blood. I hope that vampire yeah. visits me tonight, you know. And I've I've had, you know, like people who will DM and be like, Oh, I listened to your episode, so you really like sucking blood. <sighs> okay, yes, I do. And what's the point? Oh, you know, uh, you know, you want to be a, my little sexy vampire? Right. No, I don't. I really don't. I really really don't i'm good like it's one. it's like for the same reason it's like you know i remember when i got my tongue pierced this guy said to me i was at a club and this guy's like oh you must really like sucking dick because you got your tongue pierced (laughs) yeah that's that's the sole reason of why i got it done not for the aesthetic not for the visual appeal but because i want to walk around all day sucking dick that's you sir you figured me out you hit it on the mark like Like That's for it. real, you caught me just, red-handed. Like yes, you know, exactly just what it all is. kind of stupid. So, yeah, that's it. That's funny. So, are are we done with the hot seat for the day? This is part. Well, I know no. that there are more questions, well, and we'll have to do like a round two. But what's crazy is like you answered some of the questions just in talking about something else. So I didn't Excellent. even have to ask. You just gave it. Excellent. But it's okay so because there were some other questions, and this will not be the last hot seat that you are on. So okay. you're safe for now. Okay. That's well, Mr. L, I appreciate you. Uh, uh, boy, putting me in this position. <laughs> you know, I, I say it like that, but it sounds. <laughs> 
it sounds bad, but um, I appreciate you being my uh, co-host on this episode and for being the one to ask me the questions. I couldn't th- have thought of, of a better person to do it with. Um, and I appreciate you taking the time to um, ask the questions. I always feel like these kind of things are, because I know if, if it's just me talking, I might not have revealed as much. And because, you know, you're very, you're very insightful yourself and, and you have a way of, um, having conversation with me that allows me to feel comfortable enough to answer you. I know that other people are going to be listening to this, but I feel like in this exact moment, it's just me and you, and and that makes me comfortable. So I appreciate you for that. Oh, absolutely! Thank you for even thinking of me to do this because you know me. I like to torment you. I do. It's I know. It's love I just, I have for you. I, I, it's fun. It's nice. fun. That's there not has nice. not been a moment where <laughs> like smiled or stopped laughing. I love this. True. Oh True. man! But thank you for having me again. True. Thanks. Pum Pum Posse, bless up yourselves. This has been the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Mr. L, please let everybody know again where they can find you, how they can get in contact with you, where they can listen to your 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 podcast and all the dope ass episodes that you put out. And just in general, um, if you have anything coming up that you'd like to let the people know about. So uh, Mr. L's bakery will be open soon. No, <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> Valentine's Day is around the corner. Get your special orders in. Oh, the, cookies, the cookies with that extra dollop of something on top. Listen, during our conversation, somebody sent me a picture of a book that said "Cooking with Semen." Are you serious? <laughs> I was gonna share. Yeah, I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. Uh, wow. Yeah, but anyways, I was joking about the bakery. Unless y'all actually want some special cookies, and we can make it happen. And I don't just <laughs> cookies. I can do different desserts um, as well. Shut so, up. But anyways, I'm Mr. L, the host of From the Mind of Mr. L podcast, where we discuss topics revolving sex, whether it's kinks, life, relationships, mm-hmm. dating, all of that good stuff. Um, you can come listen or come while you listen. We are on all streaming platforms that I know of, except for like YouTube. Um, but you can come check that out or you can click on the link in my Instagram bio. And my Instagram is From the Mind of Mr. L. Uh, again, AJ, thank you. I love you to death. You know it. Anytime we wake up, it is a fun time. Yes. Um, I am the compassionate Dom, the sensual sadist, Southern gent with a sprinkle of filth, Mr. L. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. And I, I know generally uh, speaking, when we do three guys and a girl and just even on Mr. L's podcast, um, he always makes mention of this being the season of seasonal depression. And I appreciate you for that because I think that sometimes people think that people are just being weird when in actuality there are things that are are greater than that that are affecting them so um That's you know check on your true. yeah check Honest. on your strong friends just check on your friends on a whole um don't assume that because you know a person has a smile on their face that everything is okay it's actually okay to check in with the person and say hey are you actually good see we're about kink and sex and all that good fun stuff but we're also about um you know taking care of one another and yes we want everybody to be happy Absolutely. So, pum pum pasi, bless up yourselves. Um, I hope that everyone is still continuing to practice their self love and self care. Um, you know, stay up with the people who you love. Check on the people who you may not regularly check on, and definitely make sure to take care of yourselves. We're not entirely out of the woods with this pandemic foolishness that's going on. Um, you know, so stay stay safe as best as you can, and we will see you next time.
Got a dark skin girl, 5'8 with the brown eyes. We been up and down, had a couple crashes, but she still ride. She go to school, got two jobs, drive the same kid, cause it still slides. Work so hard on the off day, she be still tired. I just wanna take away the pain. I just wanna put you up on game. I just wanna help you make you better. Wish you woulda never gave it to that lane. Even if we do our own thing, the bond we got can't be explained. Girl, I'm just speaking for future reference, cause I understand feelings change. She did my homework Put my pistol in your book bag You ain't even on the 